0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message everybody thank you for joining us for church today i'm so glad you did it's our 7th birthday and we're celebrating and rightly so it's been an amazing journey a wild and unpredictable journey from back in 2013 when we left sydney and moved to noosa starting with uh, our family and two friends uh, and we've just seen the faithfulness of god unfold before us uh, over these years and it's as i said we've we've had some twists and turns some ups and some downs we've we've faced some storms and some some adversity, but the constant through it all has been God and his goodness in our life. Uh, and so the title of my message today is Joy for the Journey, Life Lessons from the Apostle Paul. And I love what it says in Psalm 84, 5. It says, blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their heart on pilgrimage, on journeying, on progressing through life and moving forward. And I love the definition of blessed in the Amplified Bible. It says, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and to be envied. You are a blessed people. God wants you blessed. He wants you happy, fortunate, prospered, and envied by others, Uh, and so I wanna encourage you that we're walking through unprecedented times, but in the words of Dory, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, or just keep walking, putting one foot in front of the other and enjoying the journey. But just before we get underway, I really wanna thank and appreciate our team today who do so much for Melissa and I, who have been such a blessing over the last seven years. Uh, and I know I'm going to get myself in trouble now, but I want to thank Justin and Ange Malaka who have been rocks in our world since before we started church. Just amazing, faithful man and woman who are anointed of God, have hearts that serve, and are sacrificial. We love you. God bless you. To all of our team, thank you for everything you do. Our church and our community of faith couldn't be what it is uh, without you. And I I really want to thank my wife Melissa. She's just an amazing woman of faith, a woman of strength, of passion, uh, and she is the glue that holds all of this together. Our church wouldn't look like it, it does, and we wouldn't achieve what we do without her. So Melissa, I love you. God bless you. Thank you uh, for everything you do. And you know what? Seven is significant. Uh, In six days, God created the heavens and the earth. and On the seventh day, he rested. And seven biblically uh, represents both completeness and perfection, physically and spiritually, kind of deriving most of its meaning from its connection to God creating all things. And uh, prophetically, I believe that as a church, we're entering into a time of rest. We've laid a foundation through faith, sacrifice, prayer and commitment. And I believe we're entering into days where we're going to see greater impact and more influence in our community for Christ, which is really exciting to me. And I want to I want to start right now with 1 Thessalonians 5 in verse 16. And it says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And we have so much to be thankful for individually as a society, as a community of faith, as a church. We have so much to be grateful for. And you know what? Life isn't always easy. There are times where we've faced adversity and storms and criticisms and snakes. But again, the constant that's been in our life is the faithfulness of God. And in Matthew 16, 18, it says, and I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. What we're doing is such a mighty work backed by heaven. And Jesus himself says, I will build my church. And it doesn't matter what comes against you. And it doesn't matter what you face, you will get beyond. You will rise above. You will live in victory in Jesus name. So I just want to briefly look at the book of Philippians today and take some inspiration and encouragement from Paul's writings. And Philippians to me is really interesting because most of Paul's writings to the church were instructional letters of how Christians should live and how the church should be. But in Philippians, we see Paul who's in an isolated place. He's in a limited place. He's, in, he's incarcerated. He's in jail. He can't move as he wants to. But from that isolated place, he's encouraging believers to always have hope and always have joy and always look towards the future. You know, in Psalm 118, 24, and I love this, it says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And today is God's day. Today is a day of power, a day of opportunity, and a day of joy. It it just depends where we put our perspective. It just depends what we look at. But right now, you may be uh, feeling overwhelmed by a sense of isolation or, or limited expression of who you are or what you can do in life. But I'd love to encourage you just to settle and relax in the moment that you find yourself in. Because God is with you right now. And the Word says He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Psalm 46.10 says... Be still and know that I am God. God wants to be real in your world. He wants to be present in your world. And he just wants you to still yourself and, and acknowledge and, and his presence in your life. I love what Paul said. Uh, he said, I've learned to have everything and nothing, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Verse 10 of Philippians 4 says, how I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know that you've always been concerned about me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need for. I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, even through this unprecedented, unsettling season. And I love this because what this is basically telling us is Paul's joy didn't come from his possessions. It didn't come from his position and it didn't come from his preferences. Paul's joy came from his priorities. He made God and the church number one in all that he was doing. And because God was number one in his life, there was joy that was bubbling up like a fountain from within. His, his priorities, his focus was on God and all that he had for him to do in life. But the amazing thing is Paul wasn't always Paul. Paul used to be Saul, who was a persecutor of the church and a persecutor of Christians. But after an encounter with Christ, after an encounter with God, everything changed in a moment. And what we see is that through Paul's conversion, he applied as much zeal and passion and joy towards everything that God had for him as he had in persecuting the church. So I just want to encourage us. We have the most amazing opportunity right now to step back slow down, take stock, and appreciate everything we have. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This is awesome saying that happiness isn't always getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you already have. And like I said before, we all have so much. We all have blessed lives where we live in the lucky country and I want to encourage you right now just to slow down and say thank you God you know in Psalm 100 it says we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise I want to encourage you be a be a a people of gratitude and a people of praise that lift up the name of Jesus because you know what Paul's life wasn't easy he was rejected by his peers. He was falsely imprisoned. He was shipwrecked, snake bitten, beaten within an inch of his life, and awaiting execution. And whilst awaiting execution, he said, Have joy in all that you do. Don't worry about anything, but rather in everything, bring your requests to God and his peace will come upon you and guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So I was just thinking through, how did Paul find joy? And I think we find it in Philippians. The first life lesson from Paul for me was, I I see thankfulness and prayer as a, a daily stable in his life. You know, Philippians 1 in verse 3 says, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. And whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy, for you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God who began a good work within you will continue his work until it finally is finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Right now, don't complain. Don't get negative. Don't moan and groan, just get grateful for the journey. Get grateful for those that have traveled it with you. Thank God and remember those that have been faithful. Remember the miracles that you've seen, the blessings that you've received, and and just thank God. You know, in Psalm 100, starting in verse 1, it says, Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Again, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Isaiah 60 says, God waits for those, sorry, God works for those that wait for him. He meets with those who rejoice. When you have a, a, a heart of gratitude, when you rejoice and you bring praise to God, God will go to work for you no matter what the season, no matter what the storm, no matter what the place of limitation or isolation looks like you know, the second life lesson I think Paul shows us is that of keeping perspective. Because even though he was uh, imprisoned, even though he was incarcerated and he couldn't do what he wanted to do, he realized that God could use him wherever he was. If he was working with God, God was going to work through him. And in Philippians 1, 12, it says, and I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news for everyone here, including the whole palace guard knows that I am in chains because of Christ and because of my imprisonment. Most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. You got to understand we're going to get beyond our current storms because God has so much more for us to achieve in him. Lift up your eyes, dream towards tomorrow. The word of God says that the way of the righteous winds upwards. And I, I look forward to the end of this season where you your life's been increased. God's magnified uh, your heart's desires and he's brought them to pass in your life. The third life lesson we see from Paul is that passion overcomes obstacles. In, in Philippians 1 20 it says, for I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past and I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ because whether I live or die, for me living means living for Christ and dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work with Christ. So really, I don't know which is better. His passion for God and his passion for people were equal to the cause and the call that God has for his life. Can I encourage you right now, make sure that your eyes and your ears are attentive, looking to where God is leading you, listening to what God is saying, because I know in this season, he's going to cause your life to be that of fruitful effectiveness. The fourth life lesson that I see in in Philippians through the life of Paul was was that of persistence. He didn't give up. Philippians 3.12 says this, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ first Possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I haven't achieved it, but I focus on the one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. I want to encourage us all in this time don't give up and don't give in, but rather rise up, run harder. Focus on all God is calling you to be. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. There is life beyond isolation. There is life beyond limitation and it's good. Rest in this season and allow God to do a work in your life so that you can run harder at the end of it. Philippians 4 in verse 6 says, Don't worry about anything instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds everything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. You know as we come to a close today, I would like to offer all of us an opportunity to to ask Jesus Christ into our life. You may have done this before. This may be the first time you've ever done it. But I want to say it's a really simple thing to do, to ask Christ into your life. I did it 27 years ago. and It was the greatest decision I ever made. So I would like to lead us in a prayer now that simply says, Jesus, I give you my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I accept the work of the cross. I accept salvation as a free gift to my life. Lord God, Come into my life now and fill me with your spirit in Jesus' name. And church, on our seventh birthday, I want to pray a blessing over everyone. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he give you peace. We are so excited. The the last seven years have been absolutely amazing. The next seven are going to be even better. God bless you and we can't wait to connect with you online next week.